You're listening to Sion Radio and it's uh, just to give you a time check coming up to four o'clock on Thursday, the 12th of August. This is time for American Cousins. So what I do is I make the magic happen on the buttons here in front of me and tenderly and gingerly and tentatively as well as tenderly. I don't quite know where tenderly came in, but you know what it's like between brothers. It's time to say, is Bruce K. Rosenblum there? Bruce, are you there? Uh, Bruce is here in the uh, Woodland Hills Man Cave on a beautiful sunny morning uh, and just watching uh, uh, Conehead Duke uh, run around the house bumping into walls and, and, and he keep bumping into my legs with these this cone that he's wearing on his head. He was, uh, oh, he, was he had his little operation yesterday. He, he, so you're a bad, uh, bad, you're a bad daddy because you sent no. him away to have his. His little wobbly bits taken off, didn't you? Yeah, but um, and, and so he doesn't really know what to do with this thing around his head. Yeah. We, I we, think we they tried. call it <laughs> what? There's a name for it. They call it a Tudor collar, at least the yeah. ones we have in this country, because it looks like uh, you see pictures of people from the Tudor times, from, from Henry VIII's time, and they had these big collars, and you know, it, it stops you moving to any other part of your body. Yeah. Well, we tried to take the big plastic one off last night and put a softer, smaller one on, but he went right to the spot, and so we had to check it back. You know, he 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 couldn't just go with the program. We tried to make it easier on him, but no, he had to um he had to start licking, so we had to put the other one back on. Yeah, okay, probably enough information, especially if people are having their tea, because this goes out at five o'clock on a Thursday evening or breakfast time on Saturday. Uh, if the safer way is to download it and then listen to it whenever you want from uh, sirenradio.podbean.com. Mm, so we've got quite a few. We're, we're getting into what in the UK we call uh, the silly season. August is the time when news stories tend to fizzle out the hard news stuff because people are going off on holiday well they're desperately trying to at the moment but you've still got some of the really big stuff happening um in you your, your part of the world uh let's go to the senate first of all uh, two big bills the infrastructure bill has that actually now gone through yes uh, the senate floor has been very busy as we're uh you know uh, things are things are happening there um the, the, a bipartisan vote of 69 to 30 to um, pass the infrastructure bill, you know, which was Biden's signature um, plan that he that he ran on. Um, so, hang on, just 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 a minute. Draw breath here for a second. Sixty nine to thirty. That's right. a really significant margin, isn't it? Right. Nineteen Republicans crossed over um, along with the 50 Democrats and passed this thing. And um, well, because, you know, I, I think, you know, there are people that want to do the right thing for this country and fix the air, fix the roads, the bridges, the airports. You know, the, the you put electrical charging stations in, you know, create jobs. I mean, there are people that want to do that. And um, apparently there's, um, you know, 69 of those senators felt strongly about doing that. So they voted to advance what is now a $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package. Um, and that was passed. And, and that was great. And then I believe um, using the reconciliation um, uh uh, a clause, I guess, um, where you don't need um, you only need is a simple majority. So they get 50 Democrats and the vice president breaks the tie. Um, they approved Senate Democrats approved a three point five trillion dollar budget resolution, which they hope will pave the way for a huge economic package without the threat of legislative obstacles from Republicans who oppose it. And that will have a lot more um 
things that that have to do with um you know helping help uh, medic there's medicare involved in that there's education involved in that there's also uh helping seniors involved in that so there's all sorts of uh, a lot of what they call progressive uh, initiatives in that in that spending plan so but the the big infrastructure plan itself will help create jobs uh, it's going to um, create a lot of plumbing jobs because one of the things they want to do is fix the water systems in many states where where kids are, are drinking lead you know lead uh, tainted water in many in many states so the pipes are rusting away and so um, there'll be a lot of union jobs created, which was part of what Biden ran on, creating union jobs. So he's feeling good about that. There's going to be big uh, ad campaigns kind of touting touting his accomplishments so far in his first year in office. So yeah, he's done a lot of good stuff there. So infrastructure package will be one um, clearly to watch now as it starts to move back through the House. And and we'll see we'll see what gets passed and we'll see what doesn't. And uh, hopefully uh, something will get sent to his desk soon and signed and. He'll have a, a big win under his belt. So that's good. good. That's good. Against that coronavirus, we we our figures here in the UK of infections and deaths are hovering around 30,000 infections a day, around about 100 deaths a day. This is it, it's still not going away. What's it like in your neck of the woods? Um, it's it's really ridiculous. And in fact, there's so many messages about what to do and what not to do coming out of local governments as far as mask mandates and. Um, proof of vaccinations. It's, it's all over the place. Um, the, the, the whole idea of children wearing masks to go back to school has been politicized, specific, particularly in Florida and Texas, where schools and uh, school systems are, are standing up to the governors and, 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 and basically saying, we're going to ignore what, what you're telling us about that. We want to keep our teachers and students safe. So kind of we'll see how that all plays out. California yesterday. Uh, my daughter-in-law, who's a third grade teacher, informed us that a child in her class has COVID. And um, what's happening in this country now is that um, the, the start of the school season is marking a very serious and dangerous time with the pandemic as far as kids, because the the, the infection rate amongst kids is really going up now. And so uh, and, and crowded schools is a, is a perfect breeding ground for all this. You know, kids can spread it. Kids can get it. And uh, it's 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 not it's not good. Um, meanwhile, there's there's heavy you know campaigns to get people vaccinated. Um, there's still resistance, you know, in, in why is remains a mystery. But um, there's no place in this country now where you where you can go where there's not a a serious uh, group of people who who are infected. There's the hospitals are filling up again. There's shortage of intensive care beds in, in certain states, particularly the those states led by Governor DeSantis and Greg Abbott, Florida and Texas, um, where they're they're just they're just letting their their their, their constituencies die from this. They're not. It, it's like, you know, they keep pushing this um, this theory that it's 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 not all that serious, and they politicize this pandemic something something fierce, and it's and it's a real shame they're not doing anybody a they're, they're doing a lot of their constituents a disservice by not just, you know, taking a stance to, to help the country rid rid this 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 pandemic once and for all. So uh, a lot of roadblocks. But the pandemic is raging. Um, it's it's all over the place. And I don't know if we talked about this last time, but the governor of South Dakota, uh, Christy Nome, is uh, is allowing the Sturgis motorcycle rally to happen again. Um, last year, because of the pandemic, they were they were only up to about 450 to 500,000 bikers that come in and take over this town. 
you know, where the um, Mount Rushmore is in this country. Yep. And then when this, this it's, it's about a 10-day uh, motorcycle confab. And then when these people left, a lot of them, it became a super spreader event. Well, now they're expecting between 750 and 800,000 people in this town. And, um, of course, it's a state um, that is led by a, a Trumpist governor. And um, and so you can only imagine what's going to be spreading from this this uh, this event this year with this variant out there. And, and and most of these people, I bet you dollars to donuts, as they say, are not vaccinated uh, and will be spreading this thing all over the place, not only in in Sturgis, but when they go back to their their own communities. So um, you know, it, it's something about Americans. I, I just don't get it. Um, but, you know, I don't know if it's if it's stupidity or or selfishness, I don't know what it is, but um, you know, I, I, you I, know, you'd, you'd think this would be a national rallying cry to get vaccinated, get this thing under control, so going forward we can get back to normal as quickly as possible. But this does not do anybody any good. And the thing we have to bear in mind in this country was we cannot fly to the United States, but people from the United States can now start to fly to Europe and uh, to the UK. And with the increased um, infection rates you're getting and our constant infection rates here, it's, it's just not good news. Let's move to another subject, um, which takes us back to um, the election last year and some of the challenges to um, whether the, the numbers were right were through a company, Dominion Voting Systems. Now, they have decided to take the battle to the networks, apparently. Well, they've taken the battle across multiple to multiple levels. Um, you remember, Dominion Voting Systems was a company that was attacked by Trump, as, and it was baseless conspiracy theories that their technology was changing votes or not counting votes properly. And and he just kept harping on that, and and to the point where Dominion's credibility was attacked, their employees were getting death threats, and Dominion just you know they said enough is enough. And after the election was over and all the court cases were thrown out and, and it was proven that there was no, you know, nothing fishy going on and that nothing could have happened with their, so all their system does, you know, you can't create software to change votes. You know, it, it's just, you know, it defies logic. No. Um, bottom line is that now Dominion is fighting back. And so they're going after um, individuals and companies and and networks who who um, were spreading these conspiracy theories about the rigged voting machines and other baseless crimes. So right now there's a you know they're they're suing right wing TV channels Newsmax and One America, alleging they aided in the spread of these theories. Um, they already have uh, lawsuits out against Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani, who were the uh, the two um, agents of the president who were trying to. Um, infiltrate, I guess, state legislatures in Pennsylvania and Arizona and Nevada, spreading these 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 baseless lies. And and there's a lawsuit, um, a similar 1.6 billion dollar lawsuit from Dominion against Fox News is also pending. And so they're not playing around. They're they're going after you know they're putting big money against against these claims um, to send a message. And 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 so they they. You know, and, and also included in there are 
Um, the guy, this guy, um, Mike Lindell, who has a company called My Pillow. If I don't know if you if you've seen that, we product. have them over here. Yeah, we've got. We the have over there. Well, they they've been pretty much banned his advertising, but our local Channel Seven affiliate started airing his commercials again, and the backlash was so loud and so so fierce that they that they they pulled them. I haven't seen one now um, since that happened, and I think Fox also pulled his ads off their network as well. Um, because he was one of the people that was claiming Trump would be back in office and that the the whole election was rigged. So and in him and then there's another guy um, who, who um, uh, I forget, the guy who is the chief executive of a company called Overstock. It's a retail company, an online retail company. You know, he's Patrick Byrne. He's he's being named along with Mike Lindell as like corporate leaders who have been spreading this. So there's corporate high profile corporate leaders from companies like MyPillow and Overstock. There's Fox News. There's high profile presidential agents and Rudy Giuliani, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, the lawyers, and then um, uh, Newsmax and One America. So Dominion has covered the covered the gamut of all these um, right wing outlets and people that. Um, you know, basically, we're trying to take their company down in, in hopes to overturn the election. Um, so, so it's that's something, that's something to keep an eye on for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now, yeah. um, we, I've danced around because uh, still in the headlines here in the United Kingdom. A reminder: you're listening to American Cousins. It's around about four o'clock on Thursday, the twelfth of August. Uh, what they call the glorious twelfth in the UK, but I'm not going to go into that because uh, it uh, brings us into um, conflict with certain people who like doing things in the countryside that um, perhaps other people think are a bit odd. But we're not going to go there for the glorious twelfth. What we're going to talk about is a slightly inglorious thing, the continuing revelations about uh, Jeffrey Epstein, which are now including not just a royal in this country. You may want to briefly reference that, but also Bill Gates, who's going through a divorce. He's got himself involved in the Epstein um, situation, should we say? Yeah, it's it, well, there's this whole kind of um, sexual harassment um, thing, um, Me Too uh, movement, um, you know, outing sexual harassers or people that have uh, treated women um, unfairly in the workplace. And and so and it's kind of crosses into the whole Epstein thing, because he, what, what ended up happening here is, um, you know, there were there were major, major um, executives like Leslie Moonves and um, Harvey Weinstein, who were, you know, they, they made worldwide news when the Me Too movement came after them and, and outed them for um, blatant sexual harassment. And um, and and they both, um, you know, Weinstein's going to end up in jail and Les Moonves ended up being outed from CBS, although he walked away with, um, I think he got he got lucky that, that he, he didn't get charged criminally and that he's not in jail and he ended up walking away with hundreds of millions of dollars. But, um, but it, 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 you know, it even uh, penetrated um, the New York governor's office. Um, governor Andrew Cuomo resigned amid fallout from growing number of sexual harassment claims against him. Now, you know, he, he resigned and he kind of walked a fine line between apologizing and making excuses. Um, but, you know, he's one of these guys. And it's like all these these older generation guys like the Weinstein and Moonves and Cuomo, they kind of all fall into the same category. They fall into categories where they were. You know, and, and again, this is more of a generalization than specific. So, but they, where they where they did a lot of stuff in the workplace that 
nobody thought twice about years ago, but now um, you, you're, you're, you're kind of so aware of it, you must, you must be very careful about it. And that, that includes just even going up to someone in the workplace and, and congratulating them on a good job and putting your arm around their shoulder and giving them a pat on the back or something. I mean, that could be, you know, taken the wrong way now. So a lot of stuff that was just considered, you know, common workplace behavior is now considered, you know, to, almost to the point of sexual assault. And, and, and so, you know, whether Cuomo is, is actually guilty of, of doing some of the things he's accused of doing, or was he just behaving in a way that, you know, he saw his mentors behaving and just followed along those lines and said, hey, I didn't, I, you know, I really did, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm being, you know, I'm being politically set up or whatever I'm being, you know, whatever's happening to me. So what's going to happen to Cuomo with all this stuff swirling around? And, and is there someone to take over from him? Yes, he's got he's um, going to resign. They're going to con- they're going to still continue and investigate him. And, 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 and we haven't heard the last of this, but, you know, his political career is effectively over. But he has promised to um, uh, provide a smooth transition to Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, a Buffalo native who's poised to take over the mantle. And and I think the, the plan is for her to to run for reelection when uh, when when the term ends. And apparently she's uh, someone they consider very smart, progressive, um, and who will no doubt uh, there's a lot of confidence she'll do it. She'll do a great job. But, you know, it's just interesting with all this sexual assault stuff happening that, you know, even Bill Gates's name. And you still have this Jeffrey Epstein stuff lurking in the background with all this. Every time you hear about sexual assault, it's like you can't get away from all the um, the Epstein stuff with Harvey Weinstein and and all that. And um, and so what happens is. uh, you get Bill Gates, who's his model of, you know, a guy that, you know, comes out of college, creates his company, becomes the world's richest man, very philanthropic, you know, has a, a, you know, the picture perfect marriage. Well, I guess, you know, all is not so perfect because um, it's announced that he and his wife have grown apart and they're, and they're going to go through a divorce. And they're saying the divorce is very amicable and, you know, he's going to, you know, more than willing to give up whatever he's going to give up uh, to her. But at the same time, you know, it, it was brought out that he was seen in the company of Jeffrey Epstein. And it kind of makes amazing. you wonder. It, it kind of makes you wonder what the heck was going on there. I mean, is, is that is that what's contributing now? Is there things about him that led that 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 led to this divorce? Why did Gates have to come out and, and with a press release saying that his only um, association with Epstein was to see if he could uh, uh, get Epstein to to donate money to to um, Gates's political or pol- political philanthropical agenda. Mm. Um, but it just seems weird that the timing, you know, with Epstein and these harassment things, and now Gates has to come up with a press release to distance himself from Epstein. I mean, and then at the same time now, you know, you got Prince Andrew who's thrown back into the mix because now his name comes back into it. And again, you have all these high profile people who are under the microscope for, you know, allegedly doing, you know, things they shouldn't have been doing, um, you know, that that have a, a sexual assault kind of a, a banner attached to it. So, you know, it, it just seems to me, though, Andrew, with all this Me Too and all this, you know, Epstein talk or whatever the heck it is, you know, it, it's, you know, I, 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 also, I applaud the people that come forward. I believe that it takes courage to come forward and do that. But and I prefer that there's some kind of rules to the road with this because what what what's happening is that sometimes there's so many 
um, accusations being thrown around and alleged improprieties that people's careers and people's livelihoods and reputations are being ruined. And in some cases for just, you know, reasons of retribution or retaliation or whatnot, when, when things really didn't happen, but it's claimed that they did just to, just to, to make someone's life miserable. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I wish people when these things happened would come forward at the time. To me, it would take, it would be a lot, they'd be a lot more courageous if they announced at the time that, you know, the governor was doing this. And the reason they say, well, well, he's the governor. He's a very powerful person. Or I didn't want, I was scared to lose my job. Well, but if you're going to have the courage to come forward, then I think that you need to be ready to, to for the consequences that follow, um, regardless of whether the person's powerful or not, regardless of whether you're going to lose your job or not. You know, it's, it just seems to me that if you're going to wait so long to do this, then, I mean, to come back years later, it doesn't, it, it doesn't seem right. Although if things that are, if things were really, really bad, I mean, they deserve to come to light. But I think, you know, we need to start creating some rules of the road for this so that when these accusations are made, there, it's, you know, there, there, there's, there's some kind of rules to follow here, some kind of procedure so that it's just not, you know, just attacking people at random. Well, let's just see you know, how that I don't, I don't know out. the answer. I don't know the answer, no. but you know, we'll, and these, we'll these are, this plays out. And these are, of course, Bruce's personal observations. So, yes, let us know what you feel, what you think. And uh, next time we're together, I could put those to Bruce. But as I say, these are reflections um, on what's going on as we see it from the United States and from the UK. Let's start wrapping things up. Um, you've got your operation coming up soon. So, in fact, we're not going to be on for the next couple of weeks or so. How's the preparation for your op going? Um, everything is good. You know, surgery is set for two o'clock on Tuesday, the 17th, uh, overnight stay, and then uh, right into physical therapy um, at home for two weeks and then uh, at a, a physical therapy location for, for four. And then hopefully, you know, over the months that follow, the leg gets stronger and I can get back to, you know, my working out and driving and doing all the, the fun oh, fantastic. that I normally did without without the pain I've been enduring for the last year. I'd just like to go back um, one second, though, to clarify something. You know, every time we, you and I kind of get into these touchy subjects about the harassment or race or whatever it may be, um, yes, they are they are my personal opinion, and I and I don't want to come off as being some you know just some ranter or whatever. There's, there's some, it's 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 just that I just want to see people you know treated fairly is is really all Absolutely. I want to see. And yes. it just frustrates me that sometimes there's just no there's no rules of the road to ensure that that happens so that sometimes the innocent person who is wrongly accused for the you know, or for the wrong reasons, you know, doesn't lose his livelihood or his reputation. And, 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 and that whether that be a man or a woman, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. OK, it's, it's just it's just frustrating when, when all this stuff happens. And I just want to make sure that there is a fair and equitable resolution for, for everyone who. Who has such a claim? So I, I just want to go on record as cleaning that Absolutely. up. That I'm not some kind of like this, this you know, wild man out there ranting on this stuff. Not in the slightest. Okay. Now we we know your legs all right. You know that uh, Duke the do the dog has had his little operation, so it's going to go fine. What about finally your Dodgers? You started to giving us some hopeful signs last week that they may be in with a chance of certainly being in the playoffs. Is it yeah, still well, on course? Good. Well, you know, it's a 162-game season in Major League Baseball. There's um, now a little less than 50 games to go. The Dodgers Get trail tight. in the West Coast Division. They trailed the Giants by four games. 
and they have to really keep pace with San Francisco, who just everything, you know, whatever what they're doing, um, they can't do no wrong. And so the Dodgers really just have to worry about uh, making the playoffs is what they call the wild card, um, which means having one of the best records of a non-division winner. Uh, outside of a, of a division winner, I should say. And, and they're doing that. They, they made some good trades. They're on the East Coast for six games. They played two in Philadelphia, which they've won already. They have another one coming on. They have a game they're playing in about an hour from now. And then they moved to New York for three games. And the uh, New York Mets are a very tough team on the East Coast. And then they come back to Los Angeles. Well, they'll play the Giants for the last three times this season. So they, it's a must win series for the Dodgers against the Giants if they want to try to overtake for the lead. And then the third place team in the division, San Diego. So San Diego, Los Angeles, and San Francisco are the three top teams. And San Francisco must play San Diego a number of times, and the Dodgers play San Diego a number of times. And I think when all is said and done, um, you know, things will get reshuffled in the, in the standings after all these teams play, and we'll, and we'll see where it falls. So the Dodgers, if they continue to play well, they have a chance of winning the division now for the ninth year in a row. And if not, um, they're in good shape to, to, to get a wild card spot. But what that means is they have a one game plan to get into the playoffs. So the, the wild cards are the two, are, are two teams with the best records that will form the fourth team in the four team postseason. Gotcha. Playoffs. And so, yep. so that, that's what's going to happen. And that's where we are. And we're just, um, you know, but they, you know, they're, 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 they're playing well and that's all we can hope for. It's been, as ever, a pleasure and a privilege to chat to you today. Today, 12th of August, and we've been recording between 4 and 4.30 in the afternoon, uh, despite one or two hiccups with our uh, Wi-Fi, which hopefully the listener, when this is all smoothed out, magically will not have noticed. But uh, these things are sent to try us. Uh, We've done something like, oh, I don't know, a program a week for the last 15 months and this is the first time it's slightly hiccuped on us who knows the reason why probably because the sun's shining here in Lincolnshire but can we wish you all the very best for two o'clock when you go under the digital sort of knife uh, on Tuesday the 17th and we will be back in touch with you um, probably the first or second week of September so Bruce K Rosenblum thank you so much for being with us here on Siren Radio. Uh, you're so welcome, Andrew. I wish everybody in Lincoln uh, good health, be safe, get vaccinated, and let's get rid of this pandemic so we can all see each other again.